Hello, and welcome to Calming the Chaos, where we present tips, tools, and techniques to help you find peace in a chaotic world. I'm your host, Tracy Canella, licensed mental health counselor at Lokahi Counseling. This channel and the Calming the Chaos podcast is for those who want self-help and education. It's not a substitute for counseling or psychotherapy. So if you like the information, please subscribe to my channel and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. And now, let the chaos begin. Thanks for joining me today. I'm actually doing a series with some therapists in our area, and today we have with us Julie McGinnis, who is a licensed mental health counselor, and she has a business called the Chrysalis Counseling, and she works with people who struggle with trauma, some PTSD. She also works with therapists in training and is doing clinical supervision. We're really happy to have Julie on the show today to talk about how therapists are handling this coronavirus or this switch in practices that we have been experiencing. Welcome, Julie. Thank you so much for being a guest on Calming the Chaos. Thank you, Tracy. It's so great to see another human. Uh, I wish, of course, we could. I could be there in person, but this is as close as we can get right now. So I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. So thank you. Yeah, it looks like you were telling me earlier that you're doing your sessions uh, in your kitchen, which is right <laughs> where you're at. And it looks amazing, actually. And the lighting is perfect. And you miss your office. I do. I am. I'm kind of in my kitchen dining room. And so this is the this is the corner of the dining room that is most or least chaotic, I should say. And. I wanted to have a backdrop that was just not very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I miss my office so much. I've worked so hard to finally be in full-time private practice and gathering therapists together to share a suite um, and collaborate. So we're just holding right now. The space mm-hmm. is holding. I got my plants still there. I go water them and check the mail and you know, just try to look forward to being back, back in the office. But I'm also so grateful that I can still... Uh, provide services and telehealth for clients and also I'm doing supervision online um, same thing with the zoom or the doxy.me format I'm gonna my new business will be the chrysalis collective but it's definitely information which is great because my whole um, the whole way things emerged for me was the image of the chrysalis uh, which is of course uh, you know containing the caterpillar it's actually the outside of the caterpillar becoming the butterfly so I feel like it's really so much about what I've already done and then also what's coming that's new Mm. Uh, so right now we are definitely in transition and holding because we can't expand right now with the current um, COVID-19 and the pandemic so once again it's just hold on and wait and um things are happening, right? It's like inside the chrysalis. So I love that I can tie it into what's going on with the world. You know, natural images. Yeah, I love that. And you know, seriously, me being a butterfly person, I never knew what a chrysalis was. I thought it was just a fancy name for a butterfly, but you just explained it perfectly. And 
also what we're going through right now as a world. You know, mm -hmm. in the world, we are holding. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? We were both talking right. about the uh, gifts of time, you know, mm -hmm. how like really in the chrysalis, time is a blessing and mm -hmm. it is necessary. So we were going to talk about some, some things that possibly have been advantageous or how you are thriving or surviving in these difficult times. Uh, tell me how you, what you've noticed and what you have found in these times. Right. So a few things come to mind because I've been in uh, home for three weeks uh, from work, uh, except like I mentioned to check the mail and water the plants. Um, but I've gone out to get groceries and also the dreaded toilet paper, which I was not hoarding or, or worried about initially. Um, but of course I headed out to, to um, go, go find some after my first week of work. And I was tired, it, I was exhausted and it was after 6.30, so it was close to closing time. And you know, I had my gloves on and, um, making sure I'm just going in and going out, keeping my social distance. Um, I found it really awkward how people had to walk around. And I understand why they were doing that, but I also am a very cautious person. Um, so I got the toilet paper, I'm checking out, the, the checker is so chatty, and normally I would be in, more engaging, but I'm like, dude, it's Friday, I'm tired. Uh, have, a, have a good weekend, you know? And I get out to my car and I look to the side and I see this gentleman, he's probably a teen, late teenager, and he's sitting on the ground and he has a blanket, it's cold. And I look in the trunk of my car and my son's flannel jacket is there. And water and a kind of emergency food, you know, like, like a beef jerky. And so I walk over to him and I said, would you like a, a flannel jacket? And he said, yes that yes, that would be so great. And I brought it over to him and he's like, oh, thank you, it's so soft. And, and I'm like, would you accept some money, some water? And I gave it to him and I just, my eyes just started watering. You know, I just felt the compassion. And he's like, thank you, it's, I so appreciate it. And I got back in my car and I'm like, that was my moment of like, I'm a human mm. this week. The rest of it felt like crisis, to be honest, just crisis management. But so taking action where you can is one of my, coping skills um, that I've talked with everyone about the last, actually the last week. Um, you know, I could do something in that moment. I wasn't worried about the six feet. I was still cautious. Um, I'm not gonna throw the jacket at the guy. I had gloves on. Um, I just felt that compassion just pouring out of me. Um, so that's one, that was one really exciting moment and I just love to share it. I felt I felt I really had an impact in that moment. That is so great. I've been hearing some stories like that about how these times can bring compassion out and just that humanity. And it reminds me of back in 9-11 when mm -hmm. we had the terrorist attacks and everybody was so kind to each other. And it did, it lasted for a couple of weeks. And this is different. This is something that our generation nor my parents' generation Correct. Uh, has experienced. So there's so many generations who have never experienced this sort of thing, and it brings out our humanity. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that is so great. So that's one of the things you've noticed is that you can be very tired and really kind of wanting to get on with your own life, but then something will trigger some humanitarian response. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But you got toilet paper. I think I find that even more amazing because we have not been able to find any. And I'm considering using the oak leaves, the fallen oak leaves in my front yard to, uh, if I get desperate. And hey, I heard the dollar store had some. And let me tell you, I was like, you know, freedom. I'm jumping in my car. I'm going over there. And so I had that kind of positive. I wanted to share that positive moment um, that just opened my heart. And so I drive down the road to Traders and I go, I want to go into Traders, but there's a line out front and, and there's people standing six, seven feet apart. And I was like, Oh, Ooh. And I had my bags in my hand that I always bring that are, um, you know, recyclable, you know, and I get in there and I'm, I'm trying to step slowly. Right. Cause everyone goes in and only so many people can go in at a time. And it reminded me of being a kid when we stood, we had to wait in line for gasoline and, and food sometimes. And I remembered. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm remembering like feeling like a child instantly. And then they, they're like, do you want a cart? Do you want a cart? I'm like, no, thank you. And they're like, do you want wipes? Do you want gloves? And I already had gloves on. And the woman's like, you need to step back, ma'am. And I was just like, whoa, because I'm, I'm such a person. Like I even want to get closer to you, right? Um, so I get in there and I'm wandering through the store, but you have to wait for everyone. And I'm trying to make a decision like by the lettuce and this woman like reaches in front of me and she says, you're taking too long. And I was like, I, I, I was like, I want to get out of here now. Right. Cause I was like, excuse me. Um, I can't make a decision that quick, but okay. So I made my way through, it was like not good. It felt like a, a labyrinth, you know, kind of like one of the science fiction movies or something. So I get to the front and they tell me I can't use my bags, mm -hmm. but all my groceries are in the bags. So I'm doing, you know, mo motions I normally wouldn't do and I'm putting stuff on the, the platform and then I kind of, I was prepared to be contactless, so I have my iPhone so you can pay without touching. So I thought, oh good, I'm not gonna have to put in my pin. And he's like, it needs your pin. And I was just like, okay. And I'm just like, I'm just really like, ooh, I'm rigid. And then he said, you can put your bag on the counter though, and you can bag your own groceries. And so I went to huck it on the counter and I pulled the muscle. And then I spent two days in excruciating pain on my weekend. So that's how COVID-19 has impacted my physical being is I'm used to being open and light and, and giving. And then here I was like a child and trying to be, follow the rules. And I cry, I definitely cried for pain and pain mm -hmm. and spent the weekend doing that last weekend. So one, I don't know, lots of self-care, lots of um, what we tell clients to do, what I tell clients to do. I couldn't do yoga. I couldn't, I could barely meditate. Mm -hmm. um, I could sit up, but I couldn't lay down. And of course, I reached out to my providers who most of them are not, you know, they're not considered non-essential, but I consider them essential. Mm -hmm. um, so I reached out to a good friend and we meditated and I just really was humbled, so humbled by that acute pain. And I realized I didn't have to put my bag up there. You know, I could have just said no, but I wasn't feeling like empowered and in a strong place. 
tests. I was doing what I was told, right? So I learned a great lesson and it was definitely painful, but I also took that as part of that gift of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I ate all leftovers and I have a 17 year old. So he, he kind of, you know, attended a little bit more. Um, he's pretty self-sufficient. Um, and then I did get to see my daughter who came by and was telling me her strife and her grief. And actually that relieved me to hear about what was going on with her. And um, it, it helped ground me in a way. And I felt like, oh, I'm coming back to my body. It's not as painful. And then I realized what I miss most, Tracy, is being fully embodied in the room with my clients and my therapists. I, and I totally had grief. I had a grief reaction. Um, and like I said to you, I, I mean, I'm familiar with grief. I'm familiar with sadness. I actually do a lot of that work. But it didn't hit me until I had that kind of painful reaction. So I really had to sit with that. And guess what? I woke up Monday morning and I was feeling pretty good and jumped into my work week. And I was just so humbled. And I felt that it was an opportunity for me to (laughs) really embrace what's happening right now for a lot of people. And that I'm healthy, even though I had that little momentary injury. I just felt really blessed. Yeah, I know a lot of people are being a lot more careful about where they walk. I know I have cats, so there's cat toys usually littered around the house, and they can litter, but then after the cats sleep, I'll, I'll put them away. Because I don't want anybody tripping, falling down the stairs, no. having to go to the hospital in times like these. And so you actually had an injury, and you got it at Trader Joe's. We, ha- you know, We have an opportunity right now to shift and some of what I've noticed is it's almost like um, I want to say contraindicated but I mean it's kind of like counterintuitive because things that were like you know the coffee cups not not using your reusable coffee cups obviously mm-hmm. I'm pretty much drinking all my coffee from home doing that but yeah. I know others that were saying that first week they were still going to get coffee and they weren't able to use their their mugs and so it's impacting the environment but you know now look at how not going anywhere is impacting the environment you know there's all the positives so I remind folks of that too um, mm-hmm. yeah and I I did want to I did want to also mention that um, someone had you know people are having some challenges with their negative thought patterns and clients and family and friends And I noticed that I'm not like, I don't try to be poly positive and like cheerleader anyway. I'm pretty grounded in meeting people where they're at. Um, But when someone says, you know, is this the end of the world? It's tough to not be like, it's hard, you know, it's hard. So I I didn't miss a beat. And I said, no, it's a new world. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's a new world. And Let's just go day by day. And at best, um, one of my coping strategies has been that looking three days out at the most. Um, So, you know, not getting too far ahead of ourselves um, because we we don't know what we're being told what to do. Um, But what can we do, right? Instead of saying, oh, I'm stuck at home. You know, I'm safe at home. So, you know, we're great reframers. And I loved Laura Mm -hmm. Valencourt's starting us off with that in the the previous podcast. And I totally find myself reframing almost with every client right now. Reframing is so important because you can look at either the glass half empty Mm -hmm. 
or the espresso cup half empty <laughs> or half full, right? It, we, we're fortunate to have coffee. Yes, we're we are not so able to use our reusable mugs, but we can have coffee. I definitely say I feel my privilege right now. Yeah. Have you noticed any other sorts of, uh, you said something about you've noticed some negative thinking and uh, is that been from the people who are directly surrounding you in your personal life or just clients? I know you've mentioned it, that you've had it in clients. I think it's everyone. I, I think just part of what's going on right now, the, the collective angst and the uncertainty is really high and uh, we can't pretend, you know, it's, it, we just can't. We, I mean, I'm reality. Want to be in reality? Um, I like to vision the future, also. But yeah, I notice the negativity is higher, mm -hmm. and I do some of the um, psychoeducation with with my family too. Probably, mm -hmm. um, they're probably like, oh, here she goes. <laughs> but so the negativity bias, you know, where our brains are primed, you know, for the worst thing to happen. You know, we are definitely in survival mode. And, and so I recognize that with each client and I just let them be where they're at. Uh, some of them are resistant to the reframing and that's all right. Um, no rush, you know, <laughs> we're going to have a telehealth appointment next week. Let's just see where you're at. Um, but definitely, and I just let them be there because right now it, it is a, a lot of reality attacks are happening, I think, for folks. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not going to be, you know, like cheering people on with, with like an abundance of hope. I of course don't want to be hopeless about things, but I say things like, you know, have faith and mm -hmm. um, let's focus on what can you do today. I'm also very strength-based. And so of course it's the list. A lot of people know, um, you know, the walk in nature, uh, you know, walking their animal, their dog. Um, and then of course they're like, you're going to tell me to do yoga or meditate. And I'm like, actually, no, what's your list? I would like, I give people a lot more homework now. Uh huh. Homework. So I say, what's your list of coping skills? And then they're reminded, um, you know, pause for a minute, take a few breaths, that kind of thing. And then they're like, can I bake more cookies than normal? I said, absolutely. You break the rules. I mean, we are really in survival mode right now. And I've had a lot of reports of people sleeping a lot. And especially kids and teenagers that have very little to do. So I say, yeah, you know, try to keep a routine. So if you got up at 6 a.m. and but now you're getting up at 7, still do those three things in the morning that get you going. And I do. I'm very transparent. I share with them, you know, yeah, I get my coffee started. I still take a shower and then I make my breakfast and then I start my day. Mm -hmm. So I think they've people are finding their way and they're having a few down days. Um, and including, you know, my clients all have, it's very themed, you know, a lot of people are teleworking um, or they're home with their families. And so they're finding privacy with me and it's in their car or it's in their garage or they're outside where nature is and there's not people listening. So I found those themes to be like adapting. And I said, yes, we are adapting right now and we are evolving and, you know, hang on and there's no rush. And that's when I do tie in the gift of time because people are always saying i don't have enough time blah 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 and i'm like wow well, wow look at this opportunity and what are you going to do with this time so people are like yeah i guess i'm going to write in that journal that you gave me or you recommended 
and you know gratitude and and they're like i don't want to have gratitude right now okay mm -hmm. so just meeting them where they're at for sure yeah so it sounds like you're just meeting any emotion that comes which is what we have to do with as therapists anyway if we just mm -hmm. say oh buck up little camper it's going to be fine it's almost invalidating to people we need to let them fear we need to let them uh, express their uh, fear and th their panic and their overwhelm. This what this podcast was built on was I've got a lot of anxiety. I've got a lot of uh, struggled with a lot of panic and overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So we need to let that in so we can meet it and not stuff it down. And then mm -hmm. what you were talking about is what's your list? What's your list of coping? And you challenge your clients to create their own lists, lists that work for them. And you apparently have, as a therapist, you probably have your own list of, of coping as well. Yes. And I was wondering if you might be able to share some of those, those coping skills that you as a therapist have, that you do to right. calm your own chaos. A couple of the things I do typically take me out of the home. So I've had to adapt at home and I've been kind of grouchy about it, I have to be honest. I like going to yoga. Uh, I like someone else telling me what to do when I go to yoga, so I don't have to think about it. Um, I also like going to the gym and my trainer, Sam, who's amazing, she tells me what to do. And I just, then I just do it. Um, so I've really missed having other people, even though I didn't like the Trader Joe's guy telling me what to do. I really like the, the yogis and the, um, the personal trainers telling me what to do. So because I haven't had them, I have still taken a walk um, every day, sometimes twice a day. If it rains, if it's hailing, several times it's hailed. Um, it, you know, I haven't gotten out too much when it's been sunny because it's not been that sunny. Um, but I do, I have spent more time walking my property, um, doing mindfulness outside instead of inside because I'm so tired of my kitchen. Um, so going outside, looking at the birds, I, I don't know the names of all the birds, but I've identified about 12 different birds. So I'm interested in, it's like a new hobby. Um, but mindfulness really in the colors and all the things we know to do with our clients, but we act, I'm actually demonstrating them. And of course I feel more grounded when I, when I come back in. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I do think meditation continues to be in my daily practice I've not taken that out I've probably added another meditation with a friend that has really been helpful to uh, do the video with the friend Great. and even though I'm kind of tired of the screen so to speak um, it still helps me connect into that friend and that connection we have in that relationship so still staying connected um, and also other therapists you know connecting to other therapists that are on the front lines Mm -hmm. Oh, eating. Eating is my coping skill. Um, I will just have to admit that I've made more chocolate chip cookies and more banana bread, but my 17-year-old is so happy. And I just acknowledge that we're in kind of hibernation mode and that we're eating a little bit more and I don't pathologize it because mm -hmm. I don't find that to be helpful. So that's, you know, that's, that's pretty good, right? That's a good healthy list, Julie. Oh my goodness. And I'm really doing it too. I'm not just telling people to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have the list and you, yeah, that, that's a great point. You could have a list, but then not do anything on the list and mm -hmm. sleep in until noon and just watch YouTube all day. 
So what you are doing with this gift of time, it sounds like there's part, part therapy because you are doing therapy and you are doing counseling, but you're doing a lot of self-care. You're doing some self-care in, in ways that are right for you. This is your list right. and uh, it's working for you. So during this, this time, has it, has it prompted you to think or reconsider your practices once we get back into our quote unquote normal or former yeah. routines? Yeah. I have been reflecting, could I maybe be home one day a week um, and do the telehealth from home? Absolutely. Um, I've thought about, I've worked, I'm working four days right now and I really would rather work three but I have this goal with the collective to gather and, uh, you know, economic and all my resources to kind of move forward. So I know it's temporary, but I'm definitely go back, going to go back down to three days a week. Um, and definitely I, I want to also um, spend less time on the road when I can, when I can actually help several folks from the telehealth from home. Yeah, you bring up an interesting point, and I guess I've experienced the same thing. While I don't like being not in the room with my clients, I've noticed that their energy isn't affecting me as much as it did when we were in the same room. I'll still do, like I have a window over there, I'll open up the window, I'll spray my little magic sprays mm -hmm. around and sort of try to clear the energy out of the room. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed that there's a lot of decrease in anxiety. And I think it's, I've attributed it to be, not being on the road as much too. I, my goal is self-care, support myself, my family, my family of choice, and then my clients. I don't, I would not want to do this full time from home. That would not be my preference. But obviously, if I needed to, now I know that I can. I'm going into week four. Um, and I just, I feel like I'll evolve in this practice also, but I certainly would prefer to go back to my office with the humans and sitting with the humans. Yeah. Do you, are you wanting to advertise your website or your services or your collective or anything like that? Do you want me to put that in the notes? What do you, what? So I, I, and, and I actually want to say, you know, how abundant uh, my practice is and I'm so grateful, um, for the opportunity to give, um, and, you know, giving actually, helps us get those good feeling uh, endorphins, the, you know, serotonin and dopamine. So um, I'm so grateful to be able to give and help people. And I would say, yes, advertise, you know, Chrysalis Counseling is still open for, um, I'm doing, I did advertise telehealth on psychology today. I don't currently have a website. I've been kind of waiting to do the collective, uh, Chrysalis Collective business and everything. And it's, it's probably not going to roll out till the summer at best. Um, so I'll let you know about that. I would just say that we're forming, you know, we have the the business sign is up on our door and we've got several amazing therapists that are gathering there um, and more to come, I believe. And we'll have, I'll have more training. My goal is to do continuing education and bring other folks from the community together, um, pacing and being uh, calm, just like, you know, I, I don't want to get a bunch of upheaval. Um, I had plenty of chaos growing up in my life and in and out of chaos, right? To order, yeah. chaos to order. And I feel like uh, that's why your podcast definitely drew me in because I am, you know, wanting to be feeling peaceful and calm. And I still have my moments. I still have plenty of moments. Yeah. And I just come back to um, what I value, which is connection, 
and being able to help others and be of service. Thank you so much. You're just such a wonderful, warm person and oh, you just you. tell it like it is. And <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I appreciate you being on here and letting us know some of your secrets. And I know we could all use a little help from everybody and without being overwhelmed, you don't have to do any of these things, but if something resonates, something that Julie or I said, then I just encourage you to try it. What have you got to lose, right? You got the time. Exactly. <laughs> got the exactly. gift of time. The gift of time. All right. Well, you take it easy and we will, I'm sure, be seeing you in person sometime in the future. Okay. Wow. What a great interview with Julie McGinnis. This episode was packed with ways that you can use your time wisely during the COVID-19 quarantine. One of the tips Julie mentioned to calm the chaos is to practice daily mindfulness. And if you'd like an easy way to practice daily mindfulness, then check out my CD called On This Day. It's available on Amazon and Spotify in digital form. If you like the information offered on this podcast, please consider subscribing and share it with your friends. In the meantime, take care.